Are you willing to ban the B word? You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to create an extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to this brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast and I am your host Laura Husson and I'm thrilled to have your ears and your presence and your energy with me today as we talk about this mysterious B word. (laughs) Now it's probably, you've probably caught on that we're not talking about the B word that you might initially have thought about. I want to specifically, now the B word in and of itself, this is going to be a real like, oh, womp, womp. The B word in and of itself is not the focus here. The focus here is going to be your language. What language are you currently anchored into because it's part of your identity, and we're going to really dive into that today, that is really weighing you down, keeping you stuck, keeping you slowed from the progress and growth that's available to you. Now, the reason I called this episode Banning the B Word is because in the early, early days of running my business, this was years ago, way before I did any of this subconscious transformation work a long, long time ago, um, I remember becoming suddenly aware that every time somebody would ask me, how's things? How's things going in your business? My stock answer was, you've guessed it, oh, things are great. I'm so busy. Oh, and I'm sure you can relate. We, us service providers, we wear that busy badge loud and proud. It is like, well, if we're busy, then things must be going well. We're using busy in the early stages as a marker for our success. If I can just be as busy as possible, then I'm being successful. What we don't realize when we're doing that is that what we're anchoring in is this belief that it has to be hard, that it has to be hard work, that maybe it has to take a long time. Maybe it's not good for it to be easy, right? We're anchoring in all these beliefs when we repeat over and over, oh, it's great, I'm so busy. And when people see you, oh, where have you been? I haven't seen you for ages. Oh, I've been so busy. Uh, We love it. And now it's not just us online service providers. And I say us because I'm, as I speak, to this. I'm tapped back into the old version of me who was the website girl, very much in online service provider mode. And I remember those feelings so well. I remember that like, well, when you start, let's be honest, when you start your own business, you're not that busy. (laughs) Maybe you're busy binging episodes of Netflix, or maybe you then move on to a version of being busy whereby you are devouring somebody's content. Maybe you then progress or graduate into buying somebody's online program reading books, listening to podcasts, doing all the things that keep you occupied, uh, but don't necessarily indicate growth inside of your business. Now, one of the things that is a real trap, especially for service providers, is that you can be so busy. uh, It feels so weird to even be saying this word over and over. (laughs) You can be so busy and just see me in your mind doing air quotes as I say that word, 
so busy working on your client's work, on your client work, delivering your service, that you don't have time for building your own business, refining your systems, your growth, your implementing of something new that's going to help your um, quality of delivery, your process, your marketing, any of those things get neglected. Now, I can speak to this firsthand because I was so busy wrapped up in delivering to my clients that my website, when I was the website girl, my website was so bad. It was, um, what is it they say about the cobbler's the cobbler's shoes or, or the cobbler's kid's shoes or something. I don't even remember. Um, but it was like everybody else had these gorgeous, glossy, all singing, all dancing websites. And mine was a mess. It was a mess. And why was it a mess? It was because I was wearing that busy badge with such honor that I was not making time to prioritize my own work. Now, somehow that worked for me to a degree. And I managed to be in the right place at the right time despite being very vague in my messaging, despite being an absolute mess when it came to how I showed up online. There was no consistency, no plan, no structure, no systems, no ease in anything. Now, all of this changed slightly when I hired my first freelancer as support. I remember that day that I was working on a client project Oh my goodness. And I'm sure you can relate to this feeling. I was working on this client project and I'd taken it on because it was a really high profile status client. It was somebody who I believed that, wow, if I could have their testimonial, if they would tell their like business buddies about what I do and how amazing it was to work with me, then everything in my business is going to change. And so I set to work on this project that in all honesty, I can say now, many years down the line, I was not experienced enough to be able to fulfill on when I quoted for it. I was very much, and I still am, of the mind that I can say yes to anything because I know how, I know I'm resourceful. I know I can learn. I know I can get help. Now, when I said yes to this, I said yes because my ego wanted the client and everything in that yes led to stress. It led to busyness. It led to constantly this battle between, oh, how's things in your business? And I wanted to be like, I've got this amazing, like, internet famous clients, and I'm so excited to have them. But inside, I was like freaking out because I'd already spent three weeks trying to figure out how to code this one piece of the website. And I could not do it. I couldn't get something to line up. And it was I was just absolutely ripping myself to pieces. I was making all kinds of meaning around whether I was even in the right business and whether I was ever going to be able to be a success, whether I was ever going to finish this project. I didn't feel, you know, we'd the, my time, if you broke down the, the price for that um, project over my time, oh my goodness, it would have been embarrassing. I would not give up. And I remember being one day in my in my office well, what, again, let's paint the picture truthfully. At that time, the office, air quotes, was a desk at the foot of my bed. And what happened was I remember just getting to a point where my head was in my hands. I was crying because I was like, I'm going to have to go to the client and tell them I can't do it. And all of a sudden, the awareness dropped in. It doesn't have to stay this way. This is how it's been. It doesn't have to stay this way. Why? why, why, why have I made it that I built this business? I have positioned myself as the website girl. 
why have I attached all this meaning to the fact that I have to be the person that does all of the work? I have to know all of the code. I have to learn all of the things. I have to have all of the skills. Actually, there's a whole ocean, a whole world of people with way, way more refined skills than I have who are keen for work. And so I went onto an online freelancing website and I posted this task, this one task. I hired somebody that afternoon and it was done in 10 minutes. <laughs> so then when I went on school pickup that afternoon, something interesting happened because people inevitably, they never really understood what I did. I think most people just thought I like worked on Facebook. <laughs> and somebody asked me, they were like, oh, Laura, how's work going? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, I've taken somebody new in to help me this week. And I just feel like, wow, I've got so much more space. I can actually concentrate on my own website. I've got time back. I've bought back time. And lo and behold, the penny dropped. And the penny dropped in a big way. And it continued to drop because I remember the next week I turned up to school and I think I've spoken about this somewhere before. Um, maybe it was an old podcast, but I remember turning up to school and I'd come straight from the salon. My hair was all bouncy and I felt so good. I literally that just stepped out of a salon feeling. And one of the mums was like, oh, look at you. You've been and had your hair cut. And I was like, oh, actually, no, I just went for a blow dry. She was like, what? You just went to the salon in the middle of the day. Just have your hair washed and dried. And I was like, Yep. <laughs> so no longer was I wearing the busy badge. All of a sudden I was embracing, wow, things get to be different now. Now I wasn't using that kind of language back then. I didn't understand what I had done. But what happened very quickly was I caught on to that one task that had I'd been stuck for over three weeks on that one task that took this amazing freelancer 10 minutes to do. And I was like, wow. To begin with, there was a bit of guilt and shame because I was like, I don't want anybody to know that I had somebody else help me. Felt like I'd been cheating in a test. And then I had to like zoom out and remember Richard Branson doesn't fly his own planes. I'm sure he has, <laughs> but he doesn't fly his own planes. You know, like let's look at all those big companies, the people at the head of the company, most of them aren't even in CEO role anymore. They've stepped out. Richard Branson's off living on his private island in the Caribbean. So I was like, okay, how can I have more of that? And my business very quickly changed from being me, being the service provider, doing all of the things to an agency model whereby I had a team because after that one task, that one task, that one head in hands moment changed everything for me because all of a sudden I could see this whole new horizon of what was possible in terms of, wow. What if I brought in somebody who was even better at design than I am? What if I brought in somebody who was specific in this kind of code? What if I brought in somebody who, la, 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 and the list went on. And before we knew it, we had five different people in the team who were doing very specific jobs. And all I needed to do then, my hands were no longer in websites. All I needed to do then was talk to the clients. And I loved that. That was my favorite piece. And before, before I had a team, what was happening was I was resenting having calls with the clients in my calendar because it was taking away from the time that I needed to have my hands in their projects. And that was not the way I went to, you know, I came into doing this business because I really wanted to help people in a way that I saw so many people getting ripped off. Right? I saw so many people having people who were 
way underqualified who were like, oh, WordPress, easy. I've done that for myself. I'll do it for everyone else. Let's be real. That's where I started. But what happened then was I dedicated myself to that craft. I learned. I learned code. I really committed myself to that process. What I was seeing elsewhere were people over and over going, oh, I hired someone and they ghosted. I hired someone and now it's all a mess. I've hired someone and I don't know how to use this. And so what we prided ourselves on and the angle that we adopted was building beautiful websites that you get to, we will literally train your team so that they can manage your website for you. You don't need to be involved in the process. And it was such a gorgeous and freeing experience to recognize that now it really did get to be different. And it was that, I think it was that moment that I really started to be become quite reflective about my language. I'd spent all this time reaffirming and reaffirming and reaffirming. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm really busy. And it didn't need to be like that, right? It didn't need, there was no requirement for me to go around telling everybody how busy I was. And you may say busy, or you may have other things that you say. You may use, oh, I'm too tired. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. Um, You know, I'm this, I'm stretched this is happening to me. It's those things, whatever's happening that feels like outside of your control, that when you say those things on repeat, they become your identity. And the way that the subconscious works, the subconscious loves repetition. And I feel, which is very, I feel like that's a very meta thing to say, because I repeat that statement all the time. (laughs) But your subconscious loves repetition. Like it's one of its most favorite things. And so what happens is when you repeat something as your stock answer over and over, that's anything other than absolutely glowing, your subconscious gathers it up, stores it up and builds it into your identity. And so every time you drop something, it's like a little extra layer going on, a little extra layer going on. And we all know that over time, what that builds up to. And so I would love to invite you today to look into what is happening inside your language. When you are in conversation with somebody, and we mostly do this when we're in casual small talk conversation, and we do it to either just give them the answer we think they're looking for, give them the answer we think they will find appropriate or to make them feel comfortable. And we don't, because we don't, we're not invested in those relationships, right? Usually most, most people are like in small talk, you know, and some people really are uncomfortable with small talk. I'm not a super fan of it, but I know that sometimes small talk leads into incredible relationships. So when we go into small talk relationships, it's just important to be able to take a pause, build in a pause when somebody asks you a question You know, if you are in the salon and somebody asks you a question, like the stereotypical salon question, are you going anywhere nice for your holiday? Right, that's the thing we all joke about. Oh, are we going anywhere nice for our holiday? I'm sure that salon owners are less than interested as to whether where we're going on holiday. And especially right now, since there has been no holiday, um, that's a very different conversation. But the point is that when somebody is initiating small talk, have some tools up your sleeve, build in a pause so that you can actually reply in a way that feels true to you, in a way that feels not only true and on course, but you know is layering into your subconscious to give you that continued layering up of positive things rather than the negative things to just make somebody else feel comfortable, to feel okay around you. Now, I know that this is going to be resonating and I realize that there's kind of two big main topics here. 
there's a big, big topic of being busy as an online service provider and being stuck in your business with your hands in everybody's stuff. And then there's the language piece. Now, it might feel like, well, are we just trying to like merge two episodes into one? But the I recognize the importance that the language I was using was creating that reality for me. Like the reality was I am busy because I kept on saying it. So instead of saying, oh, I'm busy, what I might say is, how would I say that differently? So instead of saying, and I really had to work on this, like this did not come easily to me, I want you to know. Instead of replying with, oh, great, I'm so busy. Oh my gosh, I've hardly got a minute to myself. I started saying things like, oh, it's going really well. I have this amazing client who I'm so excited to be doing their work for. Um, I'd love to show you their website when it's finished. And I would start conversations like that. What happened then was the conversation expanded. And what also happened then was people started actually knowing what I did because the answer of, oh, I'm so busy, doesn't give anybody any information about what you're doing, what you're busy with, right? What are you doing? What do you even do? And it's one of the funny things that us who run online businesses, we can joke about and compare with each other is that people in our real lives, right? The real life people, they don't know what we do. <laughs> and we get to equip them. We get to resource them. If they don't know what you do, guess whose fault that is? It's your fault. So it's our job to educate, to share, to resource people with enough information that when they think of you, they're like, oh yeah, Laura does that. Right, so that it's easy for them to access that information in their memory. Now, what they'll remember before from an early version of me is, oh, she's just really busy. I'm not sure what she's doing, but she's really, really busy doing it. So I, once I became aware of this, I banned the word busy from my vocab. And because I was finding it really challenging to find these workarounds. And so I banned the word from my vocab and I challenged myself and I told everybody around me, if you hear me say that, please call me up on it please ask me to repeat that sentence again. And it really took some working because it was habit. It was it was just ingrained into on autopilot that that's what my stock answer was. And over time, my answers changed. And as a result, the way I ran my business changed. And I really truly believe that unless I had done that work, if I had not done that work, I don't believe I'd be here now in the business that I now run which is facilitating training and coaching for people to really step into their full purpose, their full genius, being able to see things differently. And I know what I'm most passionate about is helping you get more, right? More of what you want, more money, more love, more success, more fulfillment, more ease, more of whatever it is that you want. And I wouldn't be here doing this work had I not started to reframe automatically some of the stories that were running in my mind. And for me, it was very deeply rooted into that busyness. Now for you, it might be something different. It might be like we said, it could be to do with money. It could be to do with your family, your partner, your circumstances in general is usually what we talk about when we give stock answers like that. And I invite you to just explore it. What could you ban from your vocabulary that would free you up to really start to see things differently because our words are so powerful. Now, not only does your subconscious love repetition, I did it again, see? <laughs> not only does your subconscious love repetition, but it also makes everything you say and everything you hear personal and true about you. So if you say, oh, I'm busy, 
for example, or, oh, I don't have any money, or, oh, my so-and-so is like really not supportive, that becomes truth. Your subconscious goes, oh, yeah, that must be true. Yes, that must be true. And then your reticular activating system in your brain is like a heat-seeking missile, and it starts to hunt out evidence to support that belief. So this is why it's so important that when you look at that process, you say the thing. Usually we say the thing to make somebody else feel comfortable or because we can't be bothered to go into a long explanation. We say the thing. We get anchored into our subconscious on repetition. Oh, that's who we are. Yes, that's about me. Yes, that's my identity. I receive that. And then we start to see it play out in our reality because our reticular activating system is so smart and it hunts out more of the same. So it's like, oh, she wants this. She says she's busy. Let's find more evidence to show her how busy she is. And it just works like that more and more and more and more and more. So it's really, really timely for us to be paying this attention as we come to the end of the year, as we come into a new year, as we come to right here and right now in the uh, in the UK, we're coming to the end of a new, of a second lockdown period tomorrow. And to just at the time of recording, <laughs> when you hear this on Friday, um, we will be out. Yay. It's really important that as you start to go into the world and into your conversations and even online and even to yourself, that you are affirming positively the reality you wish to create because your brain will do the rest. Now, I'm going to draw a line there. This is a lovely short to the point episode that's given you lots of context and lots of examples so that you can go and put this into practice. And what I would love you to do is I would love you to come and join us in the Shift Seekers community. Notice that we have changed the name because language is so important. I'll say I was coming to an end, but actually this is really important. So I will I will say this here. We have changed the name of the Get Unstuck Collective. And the reason we have changed it, the podcast is not changing. The podcast is the Get Unstuck podcast. One of the things that I am really all about is shifting our focus, our goals, our language from being away motivated. So like, oh, I want to get out of debt or I want to leave that job or I want to lose that weight instead to being towards motivated. So I want to see £10,000 in my bank account. I want to see that I've dropped two dress sizes. I want to see that I'm full-time in my entrepreneurial role, right, as examples. They're towards motivated. Now, while the Get Unstuck podcast is important to be called the Get Unstuck podcast because that's what you identify with. You're like, yes, I'd love to get unstuck. It's also a way from. And so we are changing the name, the Get Unstuck Collective, is officially changing its name to the Shift Seekers. And the Shift Seekers is a community of people who are towards focused. And so what I would love you to do is type in theshiftseekers.com, come and join us in the community if you're not already in there, and tell us what is the word, what is the phrase, what is the way of talking about something that you are banning, you are changing, you are moving towards something new. I want you to tell us what you're moving away from, and I know that's away from, and what you're moving towards. So you're allowed to talk about away from when you add in what you're moving towards. Okay, that's the deal. So come and join us. Come to theshiftseekers.com and I will see you in there. If you have liked and loved this episode, I would appreciate it so deeply if you would share this. 
Take a screenshot if you're listening on your cell phone, share it on your Instagram stories, and you can tag me at Totally Laura. I love seeing that you have been listening to the podcast. And if you haven't already and you have a moment, nip on over to iTunes and leave a five star review saying why you love the podcast. That helps us to spread the message far and wide. So thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your time and your energy, and I will see you inside the Shift Seekers. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.